Hi, this is Weed. And this is Cliff. Thanks for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. It's a collection of things we think are interesting, and we hope you enjoy our take on them. And if you do, please consider clicking that Support the Podcast button over on the other side of the page. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. Two years ago, Microsoft built a large watertight metal container and filled it with computers and then sunk the thing to the bottom of the ocean off Scotland. Cabling was attached so the computers had power and could talk to the outside world, and then the 855 servers on board went to work keeping backups, providing internet information, and other data center type of things. The goal was to investigate energy efficiency, but one other thing they discovered was surprising. Out of the 855 computers on board, only eight failed. That's about one-eighth of the failure rate of computers in a conventional land-based data center. Researchers say the better reliability may be the result of two things. One is that they filled the tank with nitrogen before sinking it so that there was no oxygen affecting the computers, and also because there were no humans on board to mess things around, meaning the worst things about computers is the people who use them. (laughs) Oh, I've seen that in action before, Glenn. Oh, yeah, totally. (laughs) You know I have. I know you have. Yeah, I know you have, Cliff. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Oh. Oh. Oh, I could tell you some stories. I bet you could. Hang on. Hang on. <laughs> About just a people second. you know. <laughs> hang on, Cliff. Hang on just a second. Uh, all right. What's be... what's going? Computer <sighs> messing up? No. I got my face mask stuck on the microphone. <laughs> there. <sighs> you know you're you're alone. You don't have to wear that. Are you kidding me? No, I'm not. I'm totally serious. You mean you're I've been alone. setting up here all these weeks with a mask on? And and as long as you're alone, you don't have to mess with it. Now you tell me. <laughs> my, my, what a crisp ride to work this morning, Cliff. <laughs> I know. Wow. I, I had the windows open here uh, uptown for a little while because I have to close them because of the traffic going by. But, you know, that it's pretty loud. But early this morning, there was a nice cool breeze coming in. Oh, it's more than cool. I think it's absolutely cold. I wish I had uh, (laughs) sprung for the campfire option in my car. (laughs) Push a button and woof. Well, I'm going to throw this out here, Cliff. It's quiet. It's too quiet. It may even be broken. I'm not sure. What What are you referring to? I'm talking about the Weed and Cliff Anytime Line. Oh, oh, you think it's broken? I, this is as quiet as it's been since we debuted this thing. There's nothing on there. I think it might be broken, or somebody is setting us up for something horrific coming up. <laughs> no. You ever have that feeling, Cliff, when you know there should be action and you're getting nothing? Huh? <laughs> well, Not near as many times as you well, have. Well, <laughs> I'm just saying, I'm looking at it and there's nothing on there. There's no messages, <laughs> there's no text, there's nothing. So if you want to participate to see if our line's working, 812-682-0520. That's right. You can text that number, and we get a text message. You can also call that number, and it goes right to the Anytime voicemail line, and you just leave us a message about whatever is on your mind. The Weed and Cliff Anytime line. One other thing Uh seems to have been a little problem here. What's that? Let's keep it clean so we can (laughs) actually put it on the radio. We the debate over the pros and cons of wearing a mask rages on and takes people to places we never thought we'd see them go. 
like say Monday on the bus from Swinton to Manchester, England, where like most everywhere else, there's a strict rule about using a face covering in a public place or public transportation. Fellow bus riders say an unidentified man got on the bus and had a seat, and indeed he did have his face covered with a snake, a large boa constrictor type reptile that he had conveniently wrapped around his face and neck which may or may not have protected others, but definitely didn't during the portion of the bus ride when he removed it and wrapped it around a handrail on the bus. The debate also takes us to a school board meeting Monday in Mitchell, South Dakota, where a man named Reed Bender stood up during the proceedings and declared that being forced to wear a mask is a violation of his civil rights. It wasn't the first time the man had appeared before the board to claim that both he and his children's rights were being violated by a mask mandate. It was, though, the first time that the school superintendent told the man he'd call police if he didn't put on a mask. It was also the first time, probably in a long time, that Bender said, I dare you. <laughs> Two police officers soon showed up and forcibly ejected the man from the meeting. <laughs> I wonder how you train a snake to stay right there, Cliff, around your face like that. Well, if it's a boa constrictor, it's easy because they have a natural tendency to squeeze things. <laughs> Hence the name Constrictor. He's lucky that the snake had probably eaten and it didn't really feel like, you know, killing him. <laughs> so I should stop complaining about my face mask being constricting on my face. Clip. Yes. Is that what you're saying? Yes, you should. All right. Well, I got it caught in the microphone earlier. I know. <laughs> we should go over the ground rules just to get... I think we should go over them again. Yes, we should. I only have myself to blame for this. I am. Um, What's that? Well, what early, did you do now? Earlier, you know, I uh, wondered if our uh, Weed and Cliff Anytime line was broken, and I asked uh, our wonderful 11 listeners if they would help us out and leave a message or a text on there. And Yeah. What I got was someone singing, Beans, Beans, the Magical Fruit. We're not <laughs> going to play that. Well, you s <laughs> it's not dirty. I know it's not, but we don't need to hear that on a Wednesday morning. But I asked for it, Cliff. <laughs> Let's talk about blood pressure. Okay. And um, here in the United States, they're saying that uh, most people's blood pressure is on the rise because everyone's panicked about what's going on with the virus. And I read several stories on it yesterday, Cliff. And after work, yeah. I got a little bit nervous and paranoid, as I tend to do. Yeah. I went home, and I didn't grab the manual blood pressure kit. Okay. I went with the digital one, which I absolutely hate, but I was in a hurry. <laughs> okay. And I pulled it out last night. Yeah. And I think I'm a little bit, uh, I should be worried a little bit this morning, Cliff. After three readings, the last one yeah. was, I was yeah. 180 over how are you still alive. It popped <laughs> up on the on the digital thing. That's why I hate Let's them. See. They talk to you. I do. I didn't even know that thing was programmed in such a manner. If it gets high enough, Cliff, how are See, you still alive? I think you probably should reference the directions. You could say. be right. You could be you right. Know, because I, I've got one of those electronic ones, too. And this one is actually odd because it goes on your wrist and not the, the other place. And so uh, I wondered how accurate it was after reading the directions and using it for a, a long time. Because I do take a high blood pressure pill every day. So on one of the trips to the doctor, I took it with me, and I had them take my blood pressure the the nurse way, you know, with the stethoscope. Oh, yeah. And then I'm like, well, let's just see. And so I pulled it out, and the nurse, you know, it's like the nurse is immediately like, well, those things are way off. 
It was within two points of what she had just taken. That's close enough for perfect so, for me. Yeah, Cliff. She says, oh, well, uh, that would be considered correct then. I'm like, thank you very much. It just takes someone who knows how to read the freaking directions. Maybe I should try that. Maybe you should. But I don't think it's you know, high enough yet for me to be concerned about. <laughs> the machine said, why are you still alive? Well, I'm just saying there's, <laughs> there's going to be a higher reading than that, I'm sure. <laughs> It's really funny how uh, something so small and insignificant can just irk you to no end, Cliff. To no end. I mean, it happens. This pen exploding on me has got me so rattled and upset right now. (laughs) I'm literally mad about this pen that cost me less than a dollar because it came in a three-pack. I know I should let it go. I shouldn't worry about it. I shouldn't worry. I should just be happy and go on with life. Mm-hmm. But I just can't seem to get over it. Hmm. You know, like that song, Cliff. What song is you that? You know, that Bobby McFerrin song. That's what I should be trying oh, to apply Don't today. worry, be happy. Yes. Well, that yeah. Kind of gives me a little idea, Cliff. <laughs> uh oh. I think I've got this, Cliff. You, you gave me just it? enough time. Okay, good. That song, Don't Worry, Be Happy by Bobby McFerrin. Yes. <clears throat> you know, it has that humming part. Yeah, and then and there's some whistling too. Yes, and then he says, "Don't mm-hmm. worry, be happy." I think somebody should, uh, somebody, one of our wonderful eleven listeners, Cliff, should yeah. call the Weeding Cliff Anytime line at eight one two three eight six twelve fifty, and ooh, give us the their. Wrong. Oh, don't, that's the wrong no, number. No, wait, wait. That's the wrong number. 812-682-0520. Call that number. Oh, my number. goodness. Yeah. And do the little humming part and the don't worry, be happy. And if we get a really good one, Cliff. Okay. If we get a really good one, yeah, we'll actually play that song next hour. Instantly, Cliff. Instantly, yeah. we got a call. We did. Huh? And let's see what we've got here. Okay. Top of the morning to you, Phil McCracken. All leprechauns are potheads. All right, that has nothing to do <laughs> with don't worry, be that's happy. Not, that's nothing that has nothing close to, to what you asked. No, that has nothing to do with being happy, okay, Phil? <laughs> I need to screen these a little better, shouldn't I, Cliff? Huh? Oh, my God. The song was running out, and I panicked, and I played that. Good shape. I mean, if you have to go on record as saying you didn't do it, that means you probably did. Or at least the perception you did is so strong that you might as well have done it. And that's why a school in Davis County, Utah, is getting so much attention these days. Someone posted pictures on social media over the weekend of a school employee doing it. And caption under the photo said they weren't the only one. That thing they were accused of doing poking students with a six-foot pole as a warning they were violating social distancing guidelines. A spokesperson for the school district later told news media that under no circumstances was a teacher poking students with a six-foot pole. They were using the rod as an educational tool to show middle school students how far six feet actually is. So if you're saying, I wouldn't touch that with a six-foot pole, you probably already have. I just wanted to say thanks to all of our wonderful listeners who uh, sent us in voice messages trying to sing the uh, Don't Worry, Be Happy tune. The ones that we got just didn't quite live up to the standards of this program for us to be able to play the entire Bobby McFerrin song. So, 
the standards for this program? Yes, I just felt like that. That's. <laughs> have you have you heard us? <laughs> yes. Well, had had you heard any of the ones that were called in, except for Austin's, he had an awesome one. But except for that, <laughs> wow. if they've got those testers out, you know, at mm-hmm. stores for cologne and perfume. Yeah. I'm hitting that stuff hard. I do it every <laughs> single time. I really do. Sometimes it really yeah. is like a fog around me, but I have <laughs> no. smelled a bunch of different colognes. Well, I want to know what I like. Yeah. And I've smelled a bunch of perfumes. I'll take them and I'll shoot them out in the air and smell them too. I don't put yeah. them on me because then it's like well, nastiness. That's a, you know, yeah. If but, you're, if you're, Want to smell like a lady. <laughs> well, I don't want to smell like the, a lady. You're not the man I thought you were. <laughs> I just want to smell what they smell like. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. yesterday I'm shopping and I'm in line and there she was right in front of me. And I never did see her face. But I'm in the checkout line and I yeah. could smell her. Now I relied on my years of experience of hitting the testers, Cliff. Sm- smelling stuff. Yes, <laughs> smelling stuff. Okay. And I believe that this lady had on yeah. one of the most interesting perfumes that I've ever smelled through a tester before. Okay. I think. Yeah. And maybe she's listening and can verify, Cliff. I mean, it's a hope. I think it was evening in Des Moines. <laughs> I really? think that's the name of it, Evening in Des Moines. <laughs> See, and I didn't even know that cologne existed. Oh, well, it's not a cologne. It's for <laughs> perfume. It's for oh, ladies. Perfume. Oh, yes, okay. Evening in Des Moines. So you got to ask the question, what does an evening in Des Moines smell like? Well, now this is just my take on it. I'm not a professional you know, sniffer by any means. Yeah. But it's like wet straw with a hint of silo thrown in there, Cliff. <laughs> hint of silo. A little hint of silo in there, just to give it a little edge to it. Cliff, if your goal when you're working out, if you do work out, yeah. is less about getting in shape and more about people watching you as you get in shape, yeah. you're going to want this. It's the yeah. newest trend, Cliff. Okay. Everyone is starting to wear at gyms skin-colored gear, like bike <laughs> shorts and leggings. <laughs> So, so, it, so you look like you're naked yes, when you're working out. Yes. You make everybody give a double take look at you just yeah. to make sure that uh-huh. that's not what's going on. Uh-huh. I don't think that's a good idea <laughs> under any circumstance, Cliff. Under any. And everybody seems to be doing it. <laughs> I mean, there's got to be some initial humor, but after a while, it's just like uh, you just get, okay, that's enough. Put some regular clothes on. Please, yes, yes. Tie a ribbon around you so we know what's going on. No. Just don't tie it there. Yeah, okay. Here's Morgan Wallen. It's more than my own town. Well, Cliff, mm. there's a British woman um? who married a tree. <laughs> no. She married this tree one yeah. year ago, and they had a little party okay. to celebrate their first wedding anniversary. Her in the tree. Yes. Okay. And they had cake in the whole nine yards. Yeah. Just like, the you know, a couple would. <laughs> okay. This is going to be an interesting year for these folks because yeah. now this lady mm-hmm. has spotted another, I don't know, sycamore or something, and she's yeah. wanting to marry another tree. Wow. Okay. Yes. So I'm saying, Cliff, and yeah. asking the question, 
What do you call that? Someone who marries a tree and then is wanting to marry another tree. What's that called? Well, I mean, that's a complicated situation. <laughs> yes. Uh, I'm going to go with uh, if the woman is married to two trees, that's going to be a treesome. Oh, jeez. <laughs> <sighs> treesome, really? This is a scary, scary voice message, Cliff, that we received uh -oh. here not moments ago. Well, I'll let you uh, let your mind wander itself, okay? Oh, okay, sure. Good morning, Weed and Cliff. Nick from Montwell here. And then I shut him off, Cliff, because he was <laughs> talking about the story at 9 o'clock with yeah. the uh, exercise outfit. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Where people are buying these outfits to wear to the gym that are skin colored so it looks like they're working out naked yes and so when nick calls in and said this yeah. is nick from altwell right after yeah. that i'm like no no that's no, no. gonna go bad <laughs> that's gonna go yeah. down that's a mental pick thanks for saving us from that mental image i don't even know what he way. said i just shut her off after that yeah, we, cliff <laughs> we don't we don't need to know what he's no we don't no we don't <laughs> cliff before we get to the take it to the bank we have some unfinished business about the um well the woman that married the or wants to marry two trees Right, she she married a tree, and uh, right after they celebrated their first anniversary as I don't know, branch and wife, <laughs> trunk and wife, I don't know whatever you call that. She yeah. says she wants to marry another tree. That's right. Yeah. And uh, well, we got this response to uh, what's going oh, oh. on with the tree. Okay. Okay. Sure. I heard what you were talking about the lady with the tree, and I'm pretty sure that's still considered a dull tree. I was going to send that in a text message, but I didn't know how. See, Cliff, there's the problem. <laughs> what, I was going it? to send that in on a text message, and I didn't know how. Well, how would you, you do that? In. You send it in like any other text message, except you send it to 812-682-0520. And leave a voice message on that same thing, too, yeah, if you that wish. That same number also, if you, if you call it. It's the Weed and Cliff Anytime line. So you could call in and uh, leave that message about adult tree that was pretty good <laughs> that was pretty that good. was pretty good well that clifford take good. it to the bank this morning and i yeah. did not know this there's a very rare disease which causes people to hear everything going on inside their bodies okay this rare disorder is called superior semicircular canal dehiscence and it causes patients to hear sounds from within their own body, just like you mentioned, Cliff, mm -hmm. like their food digesting until it's completely digested. Mm -hmm. And to correct this disorder in the very near past, yeah. patients would have to undergo a surgery that involves drilling a sizable hole in their skull <laughs> or just learn to live with all of those sounds. Yeah. Luckily, UCLA Medical Center has come up with a way less invasive, and the recovery <laughs> time is a lot quicker. Less invasive than drilling a hole in your head. Well, I could think of a lot of things that would be less invasive than that. It's, it sounds like one of those drug commercials, you know, here's the, take this drug, and it helps you with this problem, and then they spend the next 90 seconds talking about all the side effects. That's true. And all of that, you can take straight to the bank. Cliff, anything said today? 
Yes, some of today's phrases are the result of allowing listeners to run all willy-nilly with their phone calls on the Weed and Cliff Anytime line. So here's phrase number three. All leprechauns are potheads. <laughs> oh, yeah. That came out <laughs> of left it. field. Yeah, that was had no context as to what we were doing. <laughs> no, none. Number, number two. Beans, beans, the magical fruit. <laughs> From the Weed and Cliff Anytime line that, well... Also satisfies the requirements to be phrase number two, by the way. That's true, <laughs> yes. One, that's right. And the number one morning roadshow phrase for today, if you want to smell like a lady, you're not the man I thought you were. <laughs> sorry to disappoint you there, Cliff. That's okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> if there's something you'd like to hear us talk about, go to weedandcliff.com and click the Contact Us button and send us a message. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast.